Welcome to the Let's Talk Money and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. The aim of the podcast is to get us all talking about money more. Talking about money is still considered to be a taboo. We don't talk about money enough. Women don't talk about money enough. And that needs to stop. In this podcast, my guests and I talk about money, mindset, and how to turn around limiting beliefs, allowing you to develop a healthy, wealthy money mindset. Our relationship with money doesn't just affect our finances, but impacts every aspect of our business. And most of all, our own sense of self-value and self-worth. By mastering your mindset, you can in turn master the money you make in your business. Welcome to the Let's Talk Many and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. Today on the podcast, I want to talk about money mindfulness and in particular, the psychology behind our money habits and hopefully provide some valuable insights to help you make better financial decisions. So sit back, relax, and let's get started. Money is, of course, an essential aspect of our lives, and the way we think about and handle it can have a significant impact on our financial well-being. That's why understanding the psychology behind our money habits is so important. The whole concept of money mindfulness involves being aware and intentional about our financial decisions. Money mindfulness is about cultivating a conscious awareness of our thoughts, our emotions and our behaviours related to money. It involves developing an understanding of our financial goals, our values, and our motivations. In today's consumer-driven society, where we are constantly bombarded with adverts and societal pressures, it's easy to fall into mindless spending or engage in unhealthy financial habits. Money mindfulness helps us to pause, to reflect, and make intentional choices aligned with our long-term financial well-being. So how does our psychology influence our money habits? (laughs) That's a big question. Our psychology plays a significant role in our financial decision-making, our upbringing, cultural influences, and past experiences with money shape our beliefs and attitudes towards it. For example, some people may have grown up with a scarcity mindset due to financial struggles, leading to fear and hoarding behaviours. Others might have developed a sense of entitlement or impulsiveness due to an abundance of resources when they were children. Understanding these underlying psychological factors can help us identify patterns and make more informed choices. It's intriguing to me 
and I am sure to you as well, how our past experiences shape our relationship with money. And this is why it's important to understand our own specific experiences to then be able to drill down deeper into any specific psychological biases or behaviours that frequently impact our financial decision-making. There are several cognitive biases that affect our money habits. One common bias is the present bias, where we prioritise immediate gratification over long-term financial goals. We may overspend on unnecessary items instead of saving for the future. Another bias is the anchoring effect, where we rely too heavily on the initial piece of information we receive. For example, if we see a product on sale at a reduced price, we may perceive it as a great deal, even if it's still expensive. These biases can lead to poor financial choices if we're not mindful of them. And it's incredible how these biases can unknowingly influence our decisions. So how can we cultivate money mindfulness to counteract these biases? So just like our entire relationship with money, Developing money mindfulness requires practice and self-reflection. As I have said many times on this podcast, our relationship with money is never one and done. One spelt W-O-N. One effective technique is to set clear financial goals and regularly review our progress against those goals. By creating a budget and tracking our expenses, we become more aware of our spending patterns and can adjust accordingly. Additionally, it's crucial to challenge our assumptions and question the motivation behind our financial decisions. Are we buying something because we genuinely need it? Or is it driven by external influences? By bringing awareness to our thoughts and our emotions, we can make more intentional choices which are aligned with our values. So let me talk about some common challenges that we can face when trying to be more money mindful. For instance, how can someone overcome impulsive buying tendencies? Impulsive buying can, of course, be challenging to overcome, but there are strategies that can absolutely help. One effective technique is to introduce a cooling off period before making any significant purchases. This means waiting a set amount of time, like 24 hours, before committing and then taking action on that decision. During this time, we can reflect on whether the purchase aligns with our goals and values. Additionally, identifying alternative ways to fulfill 
emotional needs without spending money can be really, really helpful. For example, engaging in something that brings you joy and fulfillment can reduce the desire for impulsive spending. We can self-medicate through our purchases. So finding an alternative way to make ourselves feel better can be hugely beneficial, not just to our bank account, but to our own sense of well-being as well. From a longer term perspective, practicing money mindfulness can offer so many benefits. Firstly, it helps us to develop a healthier relationship with money. It reduces stress and anxiety associated with money. It also allows us to make better informed financial decisions that are aligned with our long-term goals, such as saving for retirement or looking for meaningful experiences rather than material possessions. Money mindfulness can also help you to develop a sense of empowerment and control over your relationship with money. By understanding our own values and motivations, we can live more intentionally and with greater financial well-being. And who doesn't want that? Thinking about the relationship we want to have with money, taking that a step further and thinking about why we want that relationship with money and what behaviours are helpful and not helpful all feed into creating that mindfulness. When cultivating a mindful relationship with money, it's important to ask yourself thoughtful and introspective questions that allow you to reflect on that relationship you want to have with money and how you can become much more mindful in that relationship. So I wanted to provide you with some questions by way of examples. Question one, what are your core values when it comes to money? What matters most to you in terms of your financial well-being? Question two, how does your upbringing or past experiences with money influence your current relationship with it? Are there any beliefs, behaviours or attitudes that you have inherited that may not be serving you? Question three, what are your financial goals, both short-term and long-term? How do they align with your values and priorities? Question four, what emotions arise when you think about money? Are you anxious, stressed, or confident? Explore those emotions because they can help you to uncover underlying beliefs and attitudes. Question five. Do you practice mindful spending? Are you intentional about your purchases? Or do you engage in impulsive buying? How can you develop more awareness in your spending habits? 
Question six. Are you using money as a means to fulfill emotional needs? Are there alternative ways to meet these needs without relying solely on financial means? Question seven. How can you incorporate gratitude and appreciation into your money mindset? What are you grateful for in terms of your current financial situation? Question eight. Do you have a budget? And do you regularly track your expenses? And that includes, do you check your bank account on a daily basis? How can you improve your own financial awareness? And how can you become more mindful of where your money goes? Question nine, are you setting aside savings for the future? How can you cultivate a sense of responsibility and being prepared when it comes to financial stability. And the last question, question 10. What can you learn from past financial mistakes or challenges? And how can you use those experiences to make wiser decisions going forward? Remember, developing a mindful relationship with money is always an ongoing process. That relationship as I said earlier, is never one and done. But by regularly reflecting on the questions that I've just given you and adjusting your approach accordingly, you can nurture a healthier and more intentional connection with money. So that's it for today. I hope this episode has given you plenty of food for thought. If you would like to book an exploratory call with me, to find out how I can support you to have a more mindful relationship with money, then please do get in touch. And until next time, take care. Thanks very much for listening to the latest episode of the Let's Talk Money and More podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to better understand your relationship with money, then please head to the resources section on my website, the Money Confidence Academy, and download my monthly money mindset audit. This will allow you to create a benchmark for where your relationship with money is right now and allow you to continue to measure it on a monthly basis as you do the inner work to improve it. You will also find a copy of my Money Archetypes Assessment at the same time, which will allow you to start to really understand which are your three primary money archetypes driving your relationship with money and how to use this information to make, spend, keep and invest more money. Or if you are a female online business owner, why not join my free Money Confidence community over on Facebook? A link to the group and other ways to connect with me can be found in the show notes. Finally, if you have enjoyed listening to the podcast, please do tell others about it. And I would love it if you rated it and gave a review.